You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hello, hello, Carrie. Hi, Fran. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> I don't want to ask how you are, because I did chat with you before. It's been call. a great day so far. It's been a great day so far, but I'm excited. Let's skip over that part. I'm excited because it's not just you and I. While I love talking with you, you know, all the time, uh, we're always excited when we have someone else. So, mm-hmm. Dustin, welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Good. We're happy to have you. Joy, you've been I'm... on the podcast a few times. Yeah, I think I was your first... Pal. Wasn't I like one of your first like in-person guests? I, I think remember... you're the only in-person guest I've ever talked to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because we were we did something about, oh, there was a bucket list discussion. Yes. And then the next one was all talking about Victorian Alberts. Yeah. Which, by the way, still amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is this will be a different type of a conversation. That's for sure. So it'll be it'll be a good time. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. Um, Dustin, if you if you can't uh if you don't want to go back to the other episodes to remind you, Dustin is from Steps to Magic. Uh you can find that website um when you search Steps to Magic. What well, it's just stepstomagic.com, right? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty pretty easy stuff. We uh yeah, we're going on what? It's been since twenty seventeen. Oh my goodness. I've had that. So yeah, it's it's interesting. One whole pandemic later and it's still going. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we wanted to talk to you today because, well, we were chatting about your adventures and your travels. We also had a podcast listener say, like, could you talk about um, traveling somewhere else? Uh, and they specifically called out Vegas um, and, and said, you know, Vegas, we'd like to hear a little bit about that. So funny thing. It's like Dustin just got back, so big Disney fan, but you actually went to Vegas for a trip instead of a Disney destination. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So what what prompted the change in in direction? So 2023 was a weird year for anyone thinking about the Disney parks. There were a lot of pendulums back and forth around whether or not it was a good value. And the big issue that we had going into 2023 was that we went twice in 2022. Yes. And that was a big expense. We had fun, but it was also very expensive. So in 2023, uh, at the very beginning of the year, we were like, perfect. This is going to be another great Disney year. But the annual passes never came back. That's and been a when big you're traveling down, point. Yes. yeah, because if you don't have the annual pass, you have an issue because it's always so expensive to pay on a per day basis when you're not having that long term strategy. Because typically when you went down uh, previously, you would go and get an eight to 10 day um, pass. And then you would upgrade to an annual pass when you got down to Disney. It was the easiest way in order to extend your trip, and it made it so you didn't have to stress around that big expense, which is the tickets. Right. Well, they never brought back the the reasonable 
levels of the annual passes. Right now, you can still only get the the crazy, amazing one that gives you both sides. And I don't know. It's I, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Carrie, you used to buy that one that gives you both Di- Walt Disney World and Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because right now, the Incredipass for $1,449 annually gets you um, the, the the annual pass. But other than that, all the other ones are for Florida resident only mm-hmm. or DVC. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, the Sorcerer Pass, $999, is for Florida residents, DVC. But that's $1,000 to go down. So mm-hmm. we were going through all of this this, you know, back and forth, trying to figure out whether or not we actually wanted to do Disney in 2023. We gave it a little bit of time. So we did New York first. Yes. New York was a blast. Um, actually, right before New York, I also did Santa Monica. So I ended up going to the West Coast and didn't actually do Disneyland. I went to Disney or I went to Universal Hollywood. Seemed like a good idea at the time. They had Nintendo. <laughs> so we were thinking about the fall trip and with travel, it's all about trying to figure out whether or not you want to have fun, you want to enjoy, you want to adventure. And so we looked at hotels in places like, I don't know, um, Chicago, or we were thinking about, you know, Washington, D.C. We were thinking even Europe. And then we looked at Vegas and then we started to do the deep dive. And the way that we do Disney is similar to what we did for Disney. We went on or we went online. And uh, we saw that Vegas had all of these YouTubers that had done top 10 lists. Mm, And we're like, oh, this could be very interesting. Then we stumbled upon the Safia Nygaard um, uh, series where she went to every single Vegas hotel on the Strip. While also doing all of the celebrity chefs on the Vegas Strip. That kind of brought the planning element into the conversation because with disney it's all about planning you have different levels you have different scales you have different things you can do that no one else has done well for vegas most people think you go there for the the gaming or to just you know get away no there's disney experiences around every corner you just have to look for them that's so funny that's so now it's been years and years and years since I went to Vegas. Uh, and honestly, when I went, it was it was for I think it was my sister's birthday. Um, and it was all about the gambling. Like we literally mm-hmm. went for a week to do to gamble and to go. We went to the what's it called? Where you look. That's it. Um, we drove and did that. Um, you know, not my thing. I'm not a touristy person, but yes. So we did gambling, but Carrie, you used to go to Vegas like a lot. Yeah. I've been 14 times. So. Oh, wow. Lots, yeah. <laughs> I, I was the one that I get strangers emailing me saying, I hear you got this Vegas top 10, the top 10 tip talk. I'm like, there's 20 <laughs> on the list. And uh, who are you? I need to know yep. some details before I decide if I'm divulging <laughs> my tips to you. But it's been yeah. years since you went. Like it'll I haven't be been for. Uh, I went for my for my fortieth, so it has it has it's been a while. But you know what? Like, it, not much has changed. Like a Vegas Vegas trip is a Vegas trip, is a Vegas trip, um, because I'm always thinking of going again. And and I look back, or 
when people ask me my advice, I'm like, is my advice still valid? And then I look and I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's a bit different, a bit bigger, but but it's still Vegas is 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 Vegas for sure. But uh, no, I love Las Vegas. I'm dying to go back. I've been wanting to go back for a couple of years. So maybe this year will be maybe just this- Disney keeps getting. My issue is Disneyland. I used to always yes. go to Las Vegas, like always. And then I fell in love with Disneyland. And then you're like, well, if I had to choose, I'm going to Disneyland. And sometimes I've been to both. But um, yeah, like Disneyland just keeps winning out, unfortunately, for Las Vegas. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, I've been there a few times. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I don't gamble well, either. Well, and gambling is is one of the things that you could do it while you're there. That's not a big issue. But there's so much more. And I think one of the things that I learned from this this adventure was that you don't have to stress around, um, you know, finding something to do. I know when we go to New York, one of the big issues is you can wander and you could not accomplish anything because you're not in a bubble. Right. And with Vegas, everything is a bubble. When you're on the strip, you're in the bubble. So it gives you that opportunity to really just walk. Now, before I get too further, I will share that we did um, more than 225,000 steps over eight days, oh. which turned into about 165 kilometers of walking. Whoa. Which is a little bit of walking. Just a bit. Just a bit. And <laughs> most like 40,000 steps was on our first day. Wow. And that's I've got a, yeah. screen grabs to prove it. That's like more so, than Disney. Yeah. yeah. That's more than Disney. You know what we always said about Vegas? And like my, my Vegas was like my mom and my aunts used to go, my great aunts and my mom and my her sisters. And then it kind of turned into me going like it's a generational thing. My sister and I started going or whatever. But like back in the day, they'd say, oh, it's just like two casinos down. But then you'd realize how far two casinos down are. But now they have all those, like you can't cross the street. You've got to go up escalators, across big bridges, down escalators. So like even getting from, oh, it's just a couple casinos over, takes the like walking, but then up, then over, then over, then down, then whatever. Like, so there's way more steps probably than even back in the old days. Because you can't maneuver easily. You just can't cross There's the no road. direct path. There's no way to just cross the road. You have to follow the yeah. road. A lot of folks don't realize that forced perspective is used very well in Las Vegas, which is very Disney-esque, where they don't overcrowd the street with giant um, you know, buildings. And you could say, oh, the, the Bellagio is right across the street. Well, is it, it's, it's a decent walk from one step to the other. So that was one of the the lessons that we knew going in that it was going to be uh, a lot of walking. We also went off season, but off season was weird when we went because we, we ended up going at the end of November, a few days after F1 formula one was there where they shut down the entire strip for the formula one race so there Did was a lot race of on the strip mm-hmm. yeah it they was massive Vegas, yeah so we had a lot of that kind of thing where there was a lot of issues with regards to um you know just construction that was being there they had shut off the bellagio fountains 
because they built up um, actual stands in the fountains. Oh, okay. Like for people to watch the race. For people to watch this this one game. Unbelievable. And yeah, it was absolutely nuts. Um, wow. So one of the so that was the the big kind of lesson is that it's all about when you are going to some of these. And we made the mistake we went to New York during Fashion Week. We didn't know it was Fashion Week until you show up. There are certain things that just aren't on the calendar. We've also done it with Disney. We've been down there during a race, during a, a run Disney. Me too. You just I hate don't know. being there during a race. So that was that was the big the big thing that we popped up. So um as preparation for our our podcast, I I sat down with Jill, my partner, and uh we went through our top five tips for Disney fans going down. Also <laughs> mistakes. Yeah. And things that are actually more Disney than folks will want to realize. Okay. That's hilarious. That's you awesome. put a Disney spin on it. We would have been okay just with Vegas. Yeah. No. <laughs> nope. This is this is the way that we do things. All right. So five tips for Disney fans who are going to Vegas for the first time. <laughs> Perfect. Bring walking shoes. Yeah. You will be going inside and outside. So a lot of the casinos take you through uh, their indoor shopping sh centers. But you are going to be going outside and you're going to be walking a lot because the nearest Starbucks is not just, you know, five or ten steps away. Right. You're going to be walking. You're also going to be walking to try and find water. There is not a lot of water in Las Vegas. So you don't have um, the refillable water stations all over the place. In fact, Starbucks charge for water. Oh, you're kidding. So you always have to be very cautious about your dehydration and whether or not you are going to become a little bit more angry based on whether or not you have uh you know, you, you're hydrated. You need water. Oh, you're in the, you're trouble. in the desert. Yeah. So, big one, bring walking shoes. You will be walking. If you do have an issue with your shoes, which I did on day one, <laughs> just know that there is a shopping mall in, on the strip. It's called the, um, oh, what is it? It's the fashion it's the outlet mall fashion. Yeah. The fashion mall, um, in which the they have a croc store. Oh, okay. So all else fails, you buy a pair of Crocs. <laughs> you buy, exactly. Because Crocs are incredibly comfortable when you're walking around and you have already messed up your heel. Oh, because if you yes. mess up your heel because you wore the poor um, shoes, yeah. then you want something that will allow you to walk, which Crocs are a really good one. They also, at this mall... They have a Nor um, Neiman Marcus. They have a Saks Fifth Avenue, but they also have Dick's Sporting Goods, which allows you to get the sporting shoes if you want them. Yeah. So that was something that we found always fun. Uh, research your food in advance. That's right. We're talking about ADRs. Yes. Advanced dining reservations <laughs> is a thing in Las Vegas. You can go on to Open Table and you can get um, reservations for things like Hell's Kitchen. I would love to eat Gordon in like one. Of, yeah, I love Gordon Ramsay. It's it's an amazing spot, but you have to reserve in advance. Right. There are also different uh, locations like the Wicked Spoon, which is one of the best buffets on on the Strip at the Cosmopolitan. Amazing stuff. Get the reservation. Do you need a, you need a reservation beforehand. for the for a Vegas buffet? 
there are spots where you have to get the reservations because if not, they have separate lines. Everything's oh, about okay. getting access. Right. So with regards to a lot, and there's some really good quick service food, but you also are subjected to the same thing as if you're going to New York and you're walking around. Do you really want to keep doing dollar pizzas? Right. For most of us, the answer is yes. But for the majority, uh, you want to have a destination. Yeah. That makes so sense. That's, that was one of the big things with regards to, um, to Vegas that you have to do your, your research. I think doing the research too will make you like talking about choosing your trip and your budget and figuring out what you're going to do. I think a lot of people think that you go to Vegas and you, you buy a package and it costs whatever amount of money and you're like, it's cheap for Vegas, but, uh, and they think, Oh, well, I don't gamble. So I'm not going to spend a lot, but you know, researching the dining, like if you are a foodie and you want to go to some of those places, like you can see how much they cost so that you realize when you're going, how much money you're going to need to spend on your dining, unless you do want to eat the dollar pizzas, which are far and few between <laughs> there now. Right. And things do cost more in the casinos and, and it's hard to find the non expensive things it take. It's hard, very hard that you have like by researching, you'll know your food budget because you could come home spending thousands of dollars on food probably oh, yeah. if you were going to do really if you were going to do really you know if you want to go all out and, yeah and you want to go all out and and you want to do you know some clubbing or do whatever you want to do like all that stuff's expensive so yeah you can you can figure out did you guys figure out before you went like those oh, things yeah, we... you, so you knew you weren't like gobsmacked when you saw that you you know you you stayed within your food budget yeah, our food budget is typical uh, for the way that uh, my partner and I travel. We don't uh, splurge on things like uh, alcoholic drinks. We don't go out of our way to pay full price for experiences. So we knew that we were going in and this was going to be a food trip. And I think that's what sold Jill on going to <laughs> Vegas. It's not for everybody. <laughs> it's not for everyone. So, yeah, we ended up really focusing on on the food and the uh the experiences now speaking of experiences the the next tip is research your discounts mm. there is a website and an app called vegas.com vegas.com is where you on your phone you are able to log in um and see all of the shows for that specific day and you can be like i would like to go and see donny osmond or i would like to go to the sphere and then when you click on it it actually takes you to a booking engine in which you can choose which day and you can actually see how much each and every single show is and you can pick your seat interesting so in addition to going and seeing beatles love or ka or mystere or um, David Copperfield or Terry Fader or Blue Man Group, whatever that is, you have this all at your your um, your handheld device, which is perfect because what you want is options. You don't want to be in Vegas and then realize that you could have seen something and you didn't. Right. Now, we had the ability to go down during Black Friday. If you do your research, you can see that a lot of these um, uh, booking sites, especially Vegas.com, give you a little discount. So when we were there, here was the discount. 
you made one purchase, you got a voucher via email for $100, which basically means that you could use that towards another experience. Gotcha. So So you can book your shows through that using those. Exactly. So we booked, we paid full price for, um, what did we do? We did full price for the Titanic exhibition and we ended up getting Piff the Magic Dragon for free. That's cool. Because That's awesome. it was it was part of that thing. We ended up doing uh, a couple other ones, and it was all based on the experiences. Hmm. So, once again, it's all about the tips, and we do that with Disney. When you're going into the Disney parks, you can tell whether or not do you want to go and do a Groupon and do the um uh what's the balloon called again? Aerofile. Oh, the Springs. the one at Disney Springs, right? Yeah. Right. So that's on Groupon. Right. So if you go to Disney, you can save money. It's the same thing as uh, going and getting all of the food from um, laundries. You can save based on their rewards programs. You can go and get Rainforest Cafe at a discount, which is where it should be. Who would ever pay full price for Rainforest Cafe? <laughs> as we So we go from food to attractions. Um, we've talked about water. We've talked about the calendar. I would struggle with water. Hang on. I have one question, though. Yes. Call, okay, no, you go to Walgreens and CVS yeah, to get your water. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be yep. dehydrated in five minutes. But my question is, <laughs> do you still get free drinks as long as you're gambling? Yes. And, and bottles and of water. <laughs> the, and Fran, sorry, <laughs> Fran years ago would have been ordering vodka, vodka and cranberry. And now she'd be like, a bottle of water, please. Bottle <laughs> of water, please. Can I have a bottle but, of water with please. a beer chaser? <laughs> yeah. Uh, side side of beer. That's it. Um, the thing to keep in mind that I was uh, instructed before we went down is that typically when you are gambling, you still have to tip for those drinks. Yes. And there are times where the tip is actually more expensive than if you went and bought it yourself. Oh, for a bottle of water. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. For so, bo- because people probably don't even think about tipping for bottles of water, which exactly. is. Which is, yeah, like that's how these people make their money when they're bringing you the drinks. So exactly. well, back in my day, my day of going to Vegas, back the ladies would walk, back in my day, the ladies would walk around with bottles of water and just give them to you. Like if you're, right. you know, in the morning, they drop off coffee, you know, they come around delivering coffees if you're gambling early in the morning and they and they would they would give you bottles of water. But yeah, like I think if you're buying drinks as well or, or tipping them for that, like Back in my day, they would have given you some water for, you know. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, I think in I think in Vegas too. Like when you go to the CVS and the Walgreens, like the waters are cheap, but they're still not as cheap as if you were off the strip and you bought a bottle of water, maybe for you know. Yeah, they are they are not cheap. Um, Walgreens and Target and Ross and uh, all of the other spots up and down the uh, the strip, they. They're, they they have rent to pay. So they're not giving you the same types of deals. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see the, uh, you know, two for $3. You're not going to see that kind of a thing. They're charging full price and more. Uh, Starbucks on the strip, we're talking about 8 to $10 for a drink versus other locations off the strip. You're looking at 5 to 7 Right. What we did on day one was I did go to Target and I bought a a case of Coca-Cola and just had it in our hotel. But the issue is that not every hotel has a fridge. Mm -hmm. Ours didn't. 
So we had to live in the world of going to the ice machine yes. and that kind of thing. But That's there's a lot of, do. yeah, the, the water Back tip that we day. had, exactly. The, Sorry. the tip that we had was when you went for your meals, always make sure that you're getting water with your meals and mm. see if they'll fill up your water bottle as part of your meal. Oh, okay. So before you leave the restaurant, you can get them to fill that up with the filtered exactly. water. Right. We ended up going to a place called Ocean One, which was at the the mile the Miracle Mile shops. And they had this is like the typical Vegas experience where you walk in and they're there to just feed you and get out. Like you're here, you get your omelet for nine dollars, you get your, you know. Uh, French toast or whatever, a pancake for $6. You get your drink, just get out. And it's kind of that little hidden gem where a lot of people don't know that you can save money on breakfast. But this is like that spot. It's in uh, the Miracle Mile. But as part of that, you get refilled drinks. So you can do iced teas, unsweetened iced teas. You could do juices. You could do sodas. And when you're going through your meal, just make sure that you're like having a lot of drinks because that way you can walk out and you're feeling good. At times, they will also give you a to-go cup if you ask nicely. Yeah. <laughs> and awesome. at Miracle Mile, here's a Disney fact. At Miracle Mile, it's uh, there's Earl of Sandwich unless it's gone. There is Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> and they have incredible mac and cheese with bacon on top. Oh, oh It was incredible. It was only like six or seven bucks. Nice. And it worked out perfectly. Um, speaking of Disney experiences, there are two that I want to bring up. So number one is over at Area 15. You have Omega Mart. Omega so, Mart? Yes. Omega Mart is a massive uh, art installation by Meow Wolf Ooh. where they have set up a grocery store. But when you go into the grocery store, you're, it's a story. You're going through the training process to be a grocery store employee. But as soon as you're going through, you have folks who are coming out and like there's little hidden, hidden details everywhere. And you realize that there's actually a subculture that are trying to bring down the, the organization that's behind this grocery store. So wait, there it's are like slides. It's, it's pretend. It's, it's an art installation. That's no. That's they a, literally have grocery items you can buy. Like I, I have taken so it's about like ten thousand photos of of our trip, and I'll send over some of the things. But Omega Mart, you walk in, and they have things that you can buy from mugs to actual like spray, like cleaning spray. But it's all fake products that were made specifically for this art installation like you're stepping in the, the simpsons yeah for real like a simpsons grocery store like the cartoon we'll, the send, you some, we'll send you some youtube videos yeah and the reason why i knew about it was because when i was doing my research i reached out to um uh the the, the guys over at we like theme parks and i said hey chris hey mark what should i do and both of them said Go to Omega Mart. 
I think Pit, um, Mark wanted me to go and see Piff the Magic Dragon, which I did. Yeah. But uh, we ended up going to Omega Mart and it was incredible. Area 15 is an entertainment complex that's just right in behind the strip. In there, you have a luminarium, which is a, um, uh, you know, giant box where you go in and everything comes to life. They have space. They have uh, safari, that kind of thing. They also have a, because um, it's basically attraction, attraction, like all the way around. And you could spend a lot of time in this place. There's battle axes or dueling axes, which is a spot where you go and you can throw axes and, you know, it's kind of like darts, but it's axes. Um, they have something called, uh, I think it was five, was a five iron golf and it's a golf simulator location. So, and then they have like all these amazing things. So it's off the, the beaten path, off the strip. It's a simple, I think it was like $6 Uber to get over there. But you get to go and just get away from the strip. Wow. How long has this yeah. thing been there? Uh, I believe, uh, let's see. It's got to be recent. Um, well, it's I, been a I little don't... while. Yeah. Who are we kidding? We yeah. never, I don't think we left the strip. We didn't see a show. We didn't, I don't think we did any of that stuff. So <laughs> I probably, we probably wouldn't have. Oh, no, we did. We went to uh, that other street, not the strip street, the other one with the big doohickey over your head. That's it. Yeah. So Omega Mart opened in uh, 2021. Omega Mart. Yeah. So it's been there three years. Wow. So it's kind of like, 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 like you walk into a play kind of thing. Like you walk into... Yeah, kind of. I can't share my screen right now, so I can't show you all the photos. I'll but um, I'll send you over a ton of photos. <laughs> um, the idea is that when you're in this spot, you're immersed and you can actually buy a a, a VIP thing that's, a, I think, an extra three bucks. And it gives you a um, a card that you can go around and scan and you upgrade your skills as a oh. training employee and you gain access to a lot of oh yeah, there's it is so cool. Uh, Gary, if you are need, going to Vegas, do it. Yeah, we may need to add Vegas. You know what we need to do is figure out when the boys from Cobra Kai are gonna be at a Comic Con near Vegas and we'll just combine yes. the two. That's what we'll do. Yeah. So <laughs> the experience is is great. So those types of things are all over the place. You've got events, you've got um uh actually the other things that Jill wanted me to share is that uh, you can plus the experience by doing your research. Mm. Just like with Disney World and Victorian Alberts. Yeah. You can do that type of thing by knowing which resort has what restaurant. Right. Because there's a lot of resorts. Yeah. There's even more restaurants. So <laughs> things like Best Friend, which is probably the the hidden gem of the century it's roy Choi, who is uh, a celebrity chef really great guy but he has a restaurant at the park mgm called best friend oh and it's amazing street corn and tacos and oh it was just it was brilliant um <laughs> the other thing is that the resorts in vegas are similar to uh a a disney uh experience because you have tiers right so you look at some of the value resorts, you know, the art of animation, uh, pop century where everything is big and out of control, but there's a lot of families. You have that. That's called Circus Circus. 
<laughs> and then the moderates are in the experience, but not in your face. And those are things like New York, New York, moderate price, but you're still in it. Mm-hmm. And then the deluxe are the icons, the Bellagios, um, even Resorts World or some of the, um, uh, the, the other things that are just like they're there, but you're like, I, I'm not in Vegas when you go to these resorts. Right, right. So those are the deluxes. Um, you also have the opportunity to do the non-Disney and the non-Vegas ones, uh, which in Disney World, it's the Four Seasons. Right. Where in Vegas, it is Resorts World. It's uh, timeshares. Mm. It's, you know, those types of experience. They're all over the place. You could do Airbnbs. There's no issues. Now, did you stay on this trip? Yeah, so we were at New York, New York. We stayed there for eight nights. Uh, it was actually a reasonable price. It was cheaper than us flying from here down to um, Disney. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have to buy the the park tickets. Right. Everything that we were doing were food and experiences, so it kind of balanced out. Right. Uh, now, we did make some mistakes. So here okay. are the three mistakes that you shouldn't do. <laughs> tell us those. You tell. Uh, not planning days in advance. So you know how when you go to certain um, locations like in, in New York, you want to have your museum day or you want to have your actual location. We're going to go to, um, you know, Brooklyn or we're going to – well, in Vegas – if you wake up and you're like, we're going to go to the strip, that can get overwhelming very quickly. Mm-hmm. You also can spend a lot of time walking. Yes. So if you don't know where you're going to start, you don't know where you're going to end. Mm. Yeah, I do remember we had a goal when we were there was to spend at least $5 in every casino on the strip each. Um, we did. We had no problem. We did that. But what... What uh, our problem was that we started and we would walk and stop in the casinos or whatever. And then at the end of sort of that day where we ended up, we'd come out and we're like, oh, my gosh, we got to walk all the way back. Like I our hotel, I can't remember. We stayed at the Mand. Um, Mandalay Mand- Bay. That's Mandalay it. Bay. Yeah. Um, but then the farthest was, you can be. Right. And then it was like, <laughs> we got to get all the way back there. So we'll just stop and play on the way back in the same casinos. You know, that's how oh my yeah, you do the Luxor. You do. Um, right. Uh, oh, what's the Excalibur uh, Excalibur. Yeah, I did the exact yeah. same thing. Um, I've got my pad of uh, <laughs> casino tickets that just have 25 cents or 17 Aww. cents. Yeah, it happens. Um. So we did that, not planning days in advance. The second one is pushing too hard on the first day. Yes. That's a, that's that can, a Disney trip tip too. <laughs> exactly. So first day when we got there, so we flew in the night before. Uh, so our flight got in from, I think, Toronto. We left around 8 o'clock. We got into um, Vegas around 11. And hotel by airport it's such a quick thing because the airport is right around the corner right so we're talking about 15 minutes or so and what we ended up doing was you went in you just crashed but then you got that ability because of the time zones to get up really early and everyone's happy well vegas isn't a morning town <laughs> so not a lot of things are open first thing in the morning so we learned that 
Um, but yeah, the first day we did, we basically walked up and down the entire strip. I think the only hotel that we didn't go to was the Strat and the Sahara. We made it as far as Circus Circus on day one. Wow. And that's a lot of walking. That's mm-hmm. a lot so, of walking. Uh, we did that. And then the other thing that comes from any trip is we don't communicate. With each so other? If, yes. Okay. Because when, when you're on vacation, you have something different that you're looking forward to uh, getting out of the vacation than your partner is. Mm-hmm. But when you're in it, when you're really in the vacation, you may not communicate as best because you always are looking at getting the next thing off your list. Mm, right. So Vegas has that opportunity to have burnout between families. Mm, gotcha. And there are folks who just love going and put me at a casino, put me in front of you know a, a game, and I'm happy for eight hours. Others are like, I want to just stay at the, the resort pool. Mm-hmm. Cool. There are others who can't sit still for five minutes. Right. The communication in Vegas is the same as anywhere else. It's just amplified because you have everything in one location. You're in the bubble. It's almost like going to the Magic Kingdom and sitting on a bench. Right. There are people who love that. And there are folks who can't know no. Pirates of the Caribbean is five like yeah. five steps away. We have to go to Pirates. And then after Pirates, Haunted Mansion is right there. So you kind of psych yourself up. <laughs> Vegas is one of those spots. <laughs> that totally makes sense because we have friends like that too. Carrie and I love to go sit on a bench. Like we've been on trips where we didn't go on a single attraction. Um, yeah. but we have we know people and we have friends. There's lots of people that are like, I can't believe you're not like bang, 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 hitting every yeah. attraction, like going from ride to ride to ride. And we're just like, yeah, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, literally. Yeah. And we uh, communicate well when we're on <laughs> do you want to do anything? Nah. You? Nah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely had had some some things, but that's just that comes from traveling to a new location where both people have not been there. Yes. Yeah. So we also went during Black Friday. So we ended up going to the outlets. Mm-hmm. Not on Black Friday, the day after. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the the premium outlet, so it's the Las Vegas premium outlets. That's the same company as uh, in in Disney, right outside. Um, you walk in and they had a Disney store. Can you imagine going to a Disney store in 2023, 2024? It was amazing. No, it wasn't. It was absolutely, it was, <laughs> I wish that it was amazing. But you walk in and it's the same out of control, like, outdated merchandise they didn't have any creativity i was i wanted so much to walk in and be excited but instead you had all the figurine sets for 22 bucks you had all of the you know um uh princesses for 25 percent off they had mugs they had you're not how many people are going to to vegas and buying a mug those things are heavy and they can break yeah. They also had all of their um uh their ornaments and plush toys. But the thing is that nothing special was there. There was nothing that made us want to buy anything. 
Was it like old and, Disney store merch? Like just like No, it was new they... Disney store merchandise. Oh. They just didn't make it so it was attractive for folks with disposable income. Gotcha. <laughs> Where next door there was a store, we don't have it in Canada, but it's all over the place down in the States. It's called Box Lunch. Box Lunch is owned and operated by Hot Topic. It's the same company. Right. Well, you walk in and they've got all the Funko Pops. Yes. They've got shirts. They've got Powerline merchandise. They In this location, I, I have a photo and I'll send it over to you. They actually have a basketball jersey. From Kuzco-topia. From where? Emperor's New Groove. Oh! Like, they have a <laughs> Mushu baseball jersey. Oh. Like, they understood their assignment. Right. <laughs> so, we actually had more fun at Box Lunch than at the Disney store. The, bo- the Box Lunch stores, I wish they'd bring them to Canada. We went... How did I end up in They. One? They are Ooh, coming in 2024. Oh, nice. Because, yes, when we went to Dayton, Carrie and I uh, went out of our way. We drove to the mall just to go to the box lunch. And yeah, it was, it's amazing. It's they don't ship to Canada. I wish that they did. But um, you're, you're saying they're supposed to come to Canada in 2024? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. They're already hiring. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's that weird thing of like, oh yeah, I forget. There's I do steps to magic, but I do all this other random stuff. Um, but yeah, so we ended up doing the um, uh, the outlets. Then we walked over to um, Fremont Street. But before we ended up going to a um, a bookstore called the What Writers Block, and it's like this immersive uh, independent bookstore in downtown Vegas. Amazing stuff. But you wouldn't have known about writer's block if we didn't do all this research beforehand and known that it was a 10 minute walk from the outlet over to this location Mm -hmm. and then we could stop and get lunch before we went to fremont experience sorry but what what, what's a what's an immersive bookstore so it's when you walk in and there are little nooks and um areas where there's plants everywhere and there's they have their own merchandise in the bookstore in the bookstore oh it's a really cool spot uh and it's very like if we're talking about bookstores and and experiences you also have in new york you have the strand where millions and millions of miles of books it's it's really cool stuff but in vegas they have this as well but we ended up kind of going outside of the bubble to go over to this this spot in order to see disney store and go to a bookstore and then go over to Fremont, Fremont experience. But we ended up leaving Fremont because it was not a good experience. And we went back to the strip. So <laughs> it's one of those conversations where just because you see something online is saying, yes, you should go and do this. Doesn't mean that right. it is actually good. Right. And the yeah. example over on the Disney side is that not everyone likes Trader Sam's. Mm. Not everyone enjoys Victorian Alberts, which right. is weird. Have you guys been to Victorian Alberts yet? I'm just, not I, yet. I need to do my annual check-in. Yeah, nope. not yet. We, we talk about it and then, and then, and then I don't know what happens. Sometimes it just, it just doesn't happen. See, if you follow the right people online, uh, you can have some really good times. I follow a chef and a sommelier from Victorian Alberts. Uh-huh. 
So it is, oh, their Instagrams are incredible. Oh, you'll have to, you'll have to share those with us. Maybe yeah, that'll I'll, be I'll what definitely we send them over. That maybe that's what, what we need, Carrie. Is We're not really to... chef and Somali type of cal, gals. Yeah, generally. Well, that's probably why we haven't that's... found those places yet. Find <laughs> yes. those Instagrams yet. We talk That's about it true. and then it's like, you got to bring the clothes to wear. You got to figure out how to not embarrass yourself. Cause you know, to Carrie's point, chef for the Somalia. cost of dinner, I could probably get us both to Vegas. Let's do it. <laughs> That's actually really true thinking about it. Yeah. Well, cause we were talking about doing Vegas too. Like we have talked about that. Um, you know, we've we've traveled to Disney together lots, but obviously mm -hmm. we just did that cruise, which is not was non Disney. Well, you know, we need to we need to expand our. Yeah, uh... I don't know that you and I would be good Vegas travelers together, though, because I think the way that I would want to do Vegas and you would want to do Vegas might be a little bit different. It might be. It might be a little bit because I might be out and about too much, and you'd be like, "Can we just sit somewhere?" <laughs> I'd have to see all the places. I'd have to check into all the places to see how they were doing. I'd sit yeah. there and I'd have to sit a lot and reminisce. I'd probably have some tears in my eyes for the yeah. things that on. I could do yeah. the walking around. I just, you know, I'm not very touristy. Like I'm not doing the Grand Canyon. I'm not going to look at all that stuff. Like stuff where I can buy a magnet for my fridge that shows the same thing. You don't need to drag me there. <laughs> <to see> 100%. It. <laughs> now, the other thing that I will share is that the shopping is incredible. Yeah. Every resort has their own branded merchandise. So wow. like the Venetian has their own spirit jerseys. Like good heavens. Wow, spirit everyone... jerseys made it to Vegas. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Carrie, 100%. you need a spirit jersey. That brings the the your two world loves together, <laughs> Vegas and Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um the other thing that I will share is that there are um Disney experiences like uh Disney Oh, why am I spacing? Disney Immersive is there. So there are uh, the yes. shops at the crystals. So upstairs, incredible stuff. They opened, I believe last year. And that is uh, just another uh, location where you can go and get your Disney magic. I will share that I did send a photo to a friend of the podcast, Chris Bond. Yeah. Um, because he is involved in that, that world. And uh, I did say that they're, um, merchandise and shopping experience at the end of Disney Immersive Las Vegas was incredible, and I would like all that merchandise. Ah. <laughs> so we'll see, uh, or at least option to buy it. I'm right. happy to buy it. It was just <laughs> incredible. I'm just a fan of anything because, like, they had actual Disney Immersive, but like Vegas branded, and I'm like, yes, Ooh, wow, oh yeah, oh, like it was fun. so much fun. So. Those are the types of things. But yeah, there's there's little Disney everywhere that we travel. What I realized with Vegas is that it's a little bit more in your face. Like there's a Jose Andres. There's a Rainforest Cafe. There's, you know, just a lot of random stuff. But the immersive side is just so much fun. Wow. Yes, we had Chris actually on the podcast to talk about the immersive when it first opened in Toronto. Yeah. Um, so I'll link to that if anybody wants to know if it's it's a great experience. For sure, in oh, yeah. Toronto it's, and in it's Vegas, Disney. it's yeah, it's yeah. Like you can't go wrong. I would like more. So, Chris, if you're listening, I would like additional experiences. You know, <laughs> let's 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 really have some fun. Let's let's bring some some other things out there. But yeah, there is a lot of stuff, and as you can tell, I also added to my uh, my Starbucks mug collection. 
Yes, yes. So, so. It's, yeah. So for everyone listening, Dustin has a pretty impressive uh, Starbucks. So, but you keep them in the boxes or do you use them? Yeah. No, I keep them in the boxes. I have other ones that I can use. Like I, I just, uh, okay. I have the ones that I can use and then I have the collectibles. <laughs> gotcha. And you're also a person who keeps your Funkos in a box, in boxes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I've started to get into the, um, the, the shoes. So I have my, um, my Disney uh, 50th anniversary Vans collection. Yeah. And then I also picked up the brand new um, Homer Simpson uh, Adidas collection oh where he's coming out of the the bushes wow so, when you travel you have to go and get the <laughs> stuff that you want there were a lot of fun co-stores down in in vegas so um but what i think a lot of folks should realize that when you're traveling and you don't want to do disney because disney is being annoying right now with regards to their ticketing or their price points or that kind of thing just know that there's a little bit of other things you can do out in the world you don't always have to go to Disney doesn't mean that we're not going to go back. Um, but when I was walking around Vegas, I was like, Hey, look, there's, there's Paris. I think they have that exact <laughs> tower in Epcot. <laughs> Looks very similar. Doesn't it? Very Do you think, similar. Is Disney in the cards for you guys this year? You think? I hope so. I, I want the Disney company to go back. Like the pendulum right now is just too much of the, the, the high rollers, the um, the folks who are the, the one percenters, I think too much has been kind of taken back to it's all about budgets. You really feel like, you feel that way? I I think so. Everything that I've seen is like even from the the holiday parties and just having so many people in the party mm. and not being able to enjoy it. That is a, a product of um, the, I don't want to call it the greed, but if they just let another 2,000 people in, who will notice? If they just open up another 5,000 you know, things, then mm -hmm. no one will notice. But you're also looking up the street where Epic Universe is coming out in 2025. And yes, Disney has a lot of stuff that they're doing internationally. Um, Walt Disney World needs some love and... I haven't seen the new um, Epcot since the last time we were there. We were there in November of 2022. Right. I haven't been and I've, I haven't seen the Moana experience or anything like oh, that. But I've seen all the videos. I've seen everyone's, mm. you know, live and everything. But I, I would love the Disney company to go back to, to the creative side and do things that aren't just for like marketing reasons. Mm, like gotcha did moana really need a um uh, an advanced reservation system probably not gotcha so but yeah i and obviously i want to go back to victorian alberts but that's of just course <laughs> of course of course yes we uh so when this episode airs uh i will be in walt disney world i'm uh going to check out food and wine or not food and wine festival of the arts because food and wine is my least favorite um least favorite festival festival yeah really yeah it's my least favorite my favorites are festival of the arts and uh flower and garden those are okay. my absolute favorites i love them uh so i'm excited to uh 
to be there and and uh experience those again yeah no because well, you get to walk school. around and and yeah. get all the the food and all the merchandise yeah and you're going during the perfect time of the year because yep. it's not too hot <laughs> i know i'm not because the heat kills me so i'm looking forward to that um but yes it's uh no holiday parties no extra stuff it's just yep. regular uh, did you end up doing the holiday, the new Jollywood Nights? I did Nights? not. I didn't get down uh, for it. And honestly, when they announced it, it didn't really necessarily appeal to me for a couple of reasons. I'm not a big party person. Um, I actually think that the the reason that they sell so many tickets now is because there's so much demand. Like mm -hmm. there is such an incredible demand for some of these holiday tickets and like the parties and stuff um that to me they're just they are a bit crowded for me um so yeah I don't I'm not a big fan of the parties but so I didn't really make an effort to go down there I I've heard lots of people say like I have friends that went and they loved it um but they're also Christmas people yeah so it was it was a it was a great party for Christmas people like for Christmassy people <laughs> they, <laughs> they had Muppets for which I am and they not had, and they, they had Muppets. they had yeah so, I don't know. I I looked at it like Jollywood just seemed like another evening in Hollywood Studios. They eventually got it right, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but similar to a lot of things that are coming out right now, it takes a lot of time to get things right. Yeah. And the issue is that they're not doing the trials and the tests beforehand. So there are people who are actually investing money to go to these things and to be disappointed. And that's an issue because yeah. you shouldn't ever be juggling and taking chances as a, an organization on people's holiday budgets. Like right. things are tight as it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like some of those, some of those parties, when I looked at them, it also depended on whose, whose review you were looking at because. hundred percent. And, and I have to say, this is just my pet peeve, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's, <laughs> it's on the podcast. It irks me so much when you have these people who were nothing, who built entire channels around loving Disney, who now mm -hmm. hate Disney. And it irks me like you would not believe. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, and the, the pixie the, dust side yeah. is all positivity. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why during the pandemic, it was very difficult to be a Disney blogger who was there beforehand. Yes. Because for some of us, we were not able to get down to the parks due yeah. to travel restrictions. But there are folks who were doing live streams every single day. And I'm like... It's because you're there and yeah. you get this opportunity to. And there are some of us who can't. And then we spiral into a deep depression and yeah, we go and to Vegas. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so hard being a Canadian Disney fan because you're right. Some of these prices too. Like for people listening who especially who live in the States, I don't think that they necessarily realize when we're looking at the prices of things, the price is 25% more for us. Like when we go to buy those party tickets or the, the park tickets or whatever, we're, and it's the same when you go to Vegas, like we pay 25% more than everybody else yeah. because of our dollar. Um, so it is, yeah, it absolutely is something to consider. For yeah. sure. And that's, I think when, when we're looking at 2024, 100% want to get over if worse comes to worse and we end up in Europe or we end up traveling somewhere else, then it, then it's worse comes a, a, to worse. End up yeah. In Europe. You know, 
I always look at Epcot as being the world showcase. I know that I can go to, you know, the the perfect locations. They they have the UK right there. I can talk to people from the UK. (laughs) If I want to go to Canada, I can go to Canada. It's amazing. But if if we're thinking about this, I think as long as if Disney brings back their annual pass, perfect. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. It just it doesn't make sense for me to spend six hundred dollars US for tickets when that's the typical price of an annual pass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that um, that's definitely something, especially for you who was going so often as well. Right. I was going so much. Anyone who like if if you've been following Steps to Magic since the beginning, um, we there are some years where we went, I think, three times. And then I would do solo trips during the summertime. Yeah. Like I was going down a ton, Mm -hmm. uh, not just with the podcast, but and by the way, I should share this before things get crazy. If anyone has been listening to the Jim Hill Media Network, uh, the podcast over there, uh, we recently lost um, the producer, Aaron Adams. He passed away on Thanksgiving from a heart attack. Um, Go over to Jim Hill's um, uh, socials. There's a GoFundMe. But... Aaron was amazing. He was one of our podcast producers. He looked after all the back end. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, incredible Dustin. stuff. But it was one of those things you don't realize until like, oh, yeah, everyone's part of this family. Yeah. And there are things that just kind of get in the way. And then all of a sudden you look and you're like, oh, you know. So if anyone's listening to podcasts, go back and re- re-listen to the Marvelous Disney podcast. That was his podcast with Jim. Mm, okay. Do it as a, an, an homage. Have some fun. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to bring that up. But yeah, there's, I think the more Disney podcasts that are out there, the more live stuff, we're just all having fun. Absolutely. It's, uh, I, I found the Disney podcasts are all generally pretty positive and upbeat and things like that. It's the YouTubers. My So, <laughs> yeah. so my soapbox is specific to YouTubers and really specific to one or two. Um, but that's, but that's my soapbox. And those two would be. (laughs) Yeah. As he's drinking his tea. Yes. I have, I have never called them out and I never will, uh, publicly, but I think, you know, people know, people know, and, and that's just, it's not my world. Um, yeah. 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 For sure. But But as a bonus, your, your top, top five, uh, attractions in the magic kingdom. So we're still going, no, I'm joking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you think you'll go next, Dustin? Where is, so your bucket list or your, your next trip list. So you did New York, you did Vegas. What's, what's the one you and Jill are like, okay, maybe this should be our next one. So we really want to do Disneyland, but we want to do Disneyland proper. Like we want to go there and have a couple extra days. We want to really go in and enjoy not mm-hmm. just Disney, but all of the, the other Disney experiences in LA. That's what we want to do. Jill really wants to do Europe. Yeah, okay. So I think I got Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> we may end up doing Europe next. Um, but Europe yeah, Disneyland. Trip, <laughs> it may happen. Hey, there there are multiple Disney's uh, overseas, so we can definitely do that. Apparently, there's a new uh, Universal Park coming, so we'll we'll see. I may go and do some scooping over on that side. But yeah, I think. The, the next trip is probably going to be out there. If not, it's going to be New York. Uh, I really want New York, uh, the Times Square Disney store to get better. 
I don't know when the last time you were there, but I take photos and then we end up going and buying stuff elsewhere. I just, I want the Disney store back. Is it just me? Or like, I miss it here. I miss it. I miss just going and having that mm-hmm. local yep. Disney. That local Disney fix. And we it's did funny. That all the time. Yeah. Carrie, that's what Carrie and I would do to get together, you know, random weeknight, meet you at the Disney store. And we always walked out with merch. Like, so it's not yeah. like they weren't profitable like they were making money people were buying stuff um and some of like some of my favorite mugs or t-shirts or things that i have in the house i actually got in the canadian disney store Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm I'm happy right now that there's a lot more stores that are carrying disney merchandise yeah like you could go to a tjx a marshall's a winners and they have a large selection of disney merchandise I like that there's a little bit more emphasis on in Hallmark, mm-hmm. where I don't know if they have it in the U.S., but up here they have the Dreamsake uh, collection with all of the the ornaments. I love that Disney has licensed a lot more of their park merchandise. Yes. Um, my soapbox over the last few little bit of uh, months was, how come we didn't see any Haunted Mansion movie merchandise? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. They brought out a movie around everyone's favorite like attraction but where was the merchandise i don't care if the movie was good i just wanted I never, the merch yeah i never even thought about that i don't i don't remember seeing any like oh. i do have i i have a pop vinyl but that's it only came out i think a month or two ago so oh. long after the movie has come out. see those are the soapboxes that i i would like to and them's <laughs> one that's what grinds my gears um yeah so i think we, I still want to get down to Disney. There's a bunch of things that I, I still have to get. We all know I need some Dole Whip. I need the, yeah. uh, I need, I need just the Disney experience, but I think that's, I'm living vicariously through your social media anytime <laughs> you're down there. So more lives, more, more photos because you're able to do this. And I think since your, your venture has, has begun and like gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, um, I'm expecting some more international trips from yeah. from you. I would oh. like you to go to Tokyo Disney. I would also uh, like you to um, get so on the, <laughs> uh, the Adventures by Disney, please. Um, I also think that you should go and do Alani again. Have you you been to Alani, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, was yeah, in, so I, I went to Alani again. years again. Yeah. I, I would like to go back to Alani for sure. Um, it's just such a long flight. For me, it's always about the travel to get there, right? Like, if there was a way that I could click my heels today and be in the new Zootopia land in five minutes, I'd be there in a heartbeat. I'd pay whatever it costs. Uh, unfortunately, it's just, it's the travel time. But I, I will say, I've always been one that's like, yeah, I'm not, I, I have no desire to do the other Disney parks around the world until I watched the YouTubes about Zootopia land. And then I was like, mm, maybe I do kind of want to see some others. Um, and like Paris, Frozen I would have done. Into the, fr- into, like, did they bring Frozen Ever After? Because that was just an attraction that was a, like, they had Maelstrom. They yeah. wanted to turn it into Frozen. Here you go. But they're bringing that attraction everywhere else. Everywhere and it's else. like, guys, like, you could have done something different. It was. They could have made it better. Yeah. Have fun with it. <laughs> I think I'm I like I do have this yes now I'd like to maybe see Zootopia Land if they don't bring it to Walt Disney World. And then there was always the, you know, if I'm going to visit my my family in Scotland, then maybe 
you know, parents in that far, like, <laughs> so there's always, there's always those things that I think about, but it's just when, you know what, you know what it is when I finally don't have an unmagical job, it'll be easier. Um, because I only have a finite number of days off and I try to maximize them as, as much as possible. And a two and a half hour flight to get to my happy place cuts down on like you can't, you know, people used to laugh at me when I would say, well, if I have to go visit my aunt in Scotland and I'd be like, okay, well, why don't we just go for four days? And they'd be like, you're going to fly eight hours to go for four days. But believe me in Scotland, sometimes that's enough. Um, but yeah, I can't, I wouldn't go like that far for just a few days. You'd have to, yeah. You'd have to play. Like yeah. that's, that's the whole point. But yeah, we're, there, there are many other things and I, I can't wait to see your guys' plan for, for 2024. Who's on your bucket list for, um, for guests in 2024? The last time we had this conversation, we spoke oh. a couple of names into existence. Who's on your bucket list for 2024? It's probably the, the same, same people. Kermit the Frog. The Muppet, some, uh, some Muppet uh, folks. Josh tomorrow. I'd love to talk to him. Um, right. I would love it if we could get Ralph Macchio or William Zabka. That's going to happen. Come on. That's Shaquille O'Neal on that list, please. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, you know, like if we could just figure out where they're going to be, Carrie, we could invite them. We were. I can't believe we missed them at Comic-Con. Like... It was too perfect. So hopefully this year, bucket list for 2024 is that Carrie and I are going to meet them. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know where. But we are going to because it's just such a stupid thing that we both want to do for like literally a 30 second picture and interaction. Yeah. Right. Like it'll be 30 seconds while they sign up for picture. the cost of those pictures. We, I probably could plan as a trip to Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to find it's as many so ways true. as I can uh, that I can put that into into this conversation. Right. So it was, yeah. it's weird when you go to these comic cons and I know that the folks who are there doing signings, it's a business for them, but the amount of people who are just like, they're sitting in their row of table, followed by table, followed by table. And like, Oh, I can't go and get this photo because it's $60 or 75 bucks for a photo. And you're like, I'm just going to selfie it. It's like going to Vegas and going to the Vegas sign. You walk right. up and you're like, there is a massive line of people. And I'm like, according to who? There's no official line. There's no official photographer. You go up, you get your photo, and you leave. Right. Like, with with a lot of these things, I, I don't know. I. Well, maybe yeah, you can come in and so you expensive. can sneak some selfies for us. Yes. I know. Like, <laughs> it's over. I don't know. Girls, over, over, over. Scoot over. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit more. We'd both be like, uh, we don't yeah, know what to do. <laughs> doesn't matter. We're paying whatever it costs. <laughs> Yeah. Like for the together pictures, the separate pictures, oh. the video picture, the moving pictures, <laughs> all that we're stuff. Just, we're such idiots. Going to um. get the book signed, uh, Ralph Macho's book signed. They're going to be like, would you like to get the picture of Ralph with the, with the, with his, um, with his Cobra Kai, whatever. I will be like, yes, we'll take that too. Um, <laughs> all the upselling. Yeah. We'd all be, the upselling. We'd be, we'll take it all. We'll, we'll be, be like, it. what's the highest amount of money we could spend in this situation? Yeah. We're How idiots. much to just like lunch? Can, yeah. Can I buy, can, does he have a lunch to, package? Can I drive you guys back to the airport? Is there a way to like, can I do like, I can do that. Do you want me to come pick them up? I can bring him back to the airport. Like, what can I do? Like what, what's the cost of anything? Oh my of all gosh. Of this scary. So, oh, so we we had this conversation on a, another podcast um, episode with We Like Theme Parks. I, I don't know if it ever made the air, but it was the things that or the people that you saw or celebrities that you ran into in the Disney parks. And what was the situation? 
And it's amazing how many celebrities are in the parks and you just right. walk into them because they're just wandering around. And there are some that have to have the VIP stuff because they, they will get bombarded, but others just like walking through the parks. And for me, it was always the wrestlers because oh, yeah. Orlando is a huge hub for wrestling. Like a lot of the folks live down there. And so I was walking out of the exit of Toy Story Mania and right in front of me was Matt Hardy, one of the, you know, WWE wrestlers. Yeah, the Hardy and, boys. Yeah. And like they're massive Disney fans. <laughs> and so you get that chance to like just walk and talk. And like I've met some weird fo- like just random celebrities. But it's because when you're down there, everyone's having the same amount of fun. The lesson that I learned, though, is that you never bring out your camera. Because as soon as you bring out your camera, they turn into yeah. you know PR side. But if you just walk and talk, no harm. That's how I'm gonna get you, Ralph Macchio. So we'll we'll try and get you like See? maybe I'm like gonna bump into him. if he comes to Toronto or comes to I'm sure we get you to at least Niagara Falls and just walk through the convention center and be like, hey, do you want a coffee? Carrie's getting a work. Coffee. All I know is years ago when I was when I was a lot younger, I used to work uh, at the Canadian Film Center, and and we would volunteer during the events. And they have the the uh, the film festival. They would always have a barbecue there, whatever Sunday, the Sunday before, the Sunday after, the Wednesday. I don't remember. I can't remember how it lied, but we would volunteer every year. And then there'd be certain celebrities there, and uh, Matthew Broderick was there one time. And uh, yeah, I think I ran into him in the in the in the inner hallways of the film center, which is a big old mansion. Uh, and uh, and I had a, whole, a handful of hot, I had a tray of hot dogs. <laughs> Always happens. And, and I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't say a thing. <laughs> like all I kept thinking was like, "Oh my god, this first Bueller! Oh my god!" Like am I like for the split second? Like I probably said that in my mind like seven thousand times. And and I think I just smiled and said, excuse me, and moved out of the way with my big tray. I'm pretty sure it was a tray of hot dogs or something. <laughs> and so I don't know how I'm going to, rep- uh, I like, you know, that was a big thing. You know, Matthew Broderick back then, Ferris Bueller, Carrie, oh my goodness. So um, I don't think I'm, I don't really want to meet too many celebrities, but I can't imagine if I was able to rub elbows with Ralph, Ma- Ralph Macchio. I know. I can't imagine. that I would. Uh, it's probably better to be in this area where we're just going to pay our money and get her. 15 seconds of a yeah. photo is yeah. otherwise. Carrie's not sure she can have a conversation. We might, this is the, but before, we're going to need you there probably to handle us. That's the, I think this is what we're getting to. We're going to need some, we're going to need some supervision. So we're, once we know the dates for X, Fan Expo, we might, we're going to put you on, um, we're going to book you because we might need you there. Well, yeah. and, but it happens a lot in the Disney part. So like, I have you ever, uh, fanned out with regards to like a podcaster so mm-hmm. it happened um skipper ben so oh, okay. ben rebstock from uh at one point in time he was um with inside the magic and it was just incredible you know i i i ran into him and he fanboyed at the exact same time as i did because he's like oh jim hill like you and right. we got that chance to like walk around the park and i'm like this is just so much fun but there are certain times where you just walk into people and you're like oh this would be absolutely a blast especially the podcasters because you listen to their voice like we we were talking about that last time how people are starting to recognize voices yes and you're like oh i don't oh it's imagine if you were down there doing live streams oh that would be so much fun i can't we when we used to do our live streams more we would get we would get uh, people 
people noticing like even yeah. at well, when we were at Disneyland and that was what I thought was the weirdest thing that we're not even in the place where we always talk about and somebody and I'll never was... forget that lady was from Newfoundland <laughs> and her and she's making her husband come over and the kids and we're and the husband's like yeah yeah that's great Here, <laughs> like, what? And we were like what yeah that was fun that was it's yeah, it's but we don't have to worry about that as much anymore because we don't we don't yeah. put ourselves on the Facebooks anymore because we kept making fools of ourselves pretty well, much. Well, we kept making fools of ourselves. But you know what else, too? I'm finding that um, in the parks, I find it hard to do live streams. And the 100%. reason is I feel like they are, well, I know Disney's not a big fan of it because people have ruined it. But I also, I was always one that I was so conscious of being out, like not ruining. I don't want to ruin somebody else's experience. I want everyone to go to Walt Disney World and love it as much as I do. And if me being on a live stream is going to detract from their experience, I don't want to do it. Um, Because I actually have people sometimes when I'm in the parks, they message me and be like, are you going to do a live or whatever? And I'm just like, no, because this, because right now I'm in the middle of everybody else and I don't want to. Like, I don't want to interrupt their their event. We used to do them. It was really like Carrie and I talking off to the side where we weren't bothering anyone. So Or on your couch sometimes we did that. Or on the couch yeah. we used to do. Like, we used to do yeah. things like that for sure. But uh, now I do little video stories and stuff like that. Just, yeah, that don't impact. It mm-hmm. Don't impact others. The, the prominence of of folks who are doing live streams on attractions. Yeah. that's That's the next episode. I am more than happy to come in and yeah. we will chat about um, that irritates me. diplomacy. And, I used to um, only do, I would do um, the people mover because it doesn't, because nobody else is in the little car with me. So it wouldn't bother anybody, but that was the only attraction I have ever uh, done a live stream. I think of, we had someone in front of us do Haunted Mansion. That's wow. awful. That's awful. Look at my face. I am yeah. not happy. No, that's terrible. <laughs> so I don't get it. There needs to be like some rules of engagement for people. But anyway, I agree. See, we could go on our soapboxes about uh, about all those things. But this was fun. I I hope Vegas uh, and it's it's Vegas. See, Carrie, I think we need to do a Vegas maybe like a four day weekend. Listen, she's like, yeah, that's fine. Sure. I used to go for 10 days. Uh, Like every single trip I went was for like 10 days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we went for seven. And yeah. I lost a lot of money that trip. That was when I realized <laughs> that gambling and me are not, not good. Um, yeah, we're not good. We I can do it in small doses, um, but I have to be very careful that I don't get carried away, um, because it's so easy for me to get carried away. Even on the cruise ship, like I was up like two hundred dollars on my ten or twenty dollar bet, and I text Carrie and said, "Oh my gosh, I'm winning." And by the time she texts me back, which was like three seconds later, she's like, cash out. I was like, too late. I lost it all. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was getting I've confident. I've already lost it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, this was fun. Thank you again, Dustin, for coming on and sharing your Vegas stories. Yeah. It's and all the other stuff. Chat. It's just fun to chit chat about everything, really. Yeah. Of course. For sure. Vegas and all the other stuff we carried on afterwards to talk I about. I know. <laughs> But now it's the part of the podcast where we we look at what brought you some joy this week. What brought you pixie dust? We'll let Dustin go first. Uh, This is low-hanging fruit, but the Facebook message that Fran sent me and said, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, (laughs) yes, 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 I do. (laughs) Yes, yes, please. You know, having a rough week. 
Yes. Aww. Let's Aww. let's do this. It's work. It's it, it everything's busy. Everything's busy. Yeah. And I don't get um, to talk about Disney. I get to I have to talk about other things. This is an absolute blast. So yes, this and yeah, that message when, was my pixie dust. When we oh, saw we so we saw that you like Fran said you wanted to come on and talk about like you had that idea about Vegas and that's the same with us. We're just so bit like we're so busy we don't get around to messaging or whatever and then and then I I was talking to somebody someone that listens about something and they said, "Oh, you know, have you ever thought about Vegas and then like ding ding and I'm like Fran Fran you know yeah. we should like the, we Dustin, do said, this? Dustin said that didn't he I'm like we could have Dustin on right and she's like yeah yeah it's... and I just haven't I like I've been back for more than a month now and I still haven't posted photos from my trip I still so haven't busy. posted photos from my New York trip it's it's insane like it's so busy right now and yeah. like I said to you we talked about doing a Vegas episode, I think, either before you went or maybe just while you were there. And yep. then I must have pulled up my messenger, I don't know, 14 times to message you and say, hey, when, when we should do the podcast. And then every I get distracted. It's like squirrel. And then it goes. And then when Carrie said, oh, so-and-so was asking me about Vegas. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We gotta, I'm just doing it right now. I'm messaging yep. it right now. So I'm glad <laughs> that worked out. Yeah, so that that was my pixie dust of 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 the the week. Awesome. Oh well, thanks, Carrie. Yep, mine's easy because I last week I I got I was in receipt of a Christmas present from um, my friends Marie and Anna. They were at Walt Disney World and they were on the hunt to find me the new Kermit watch. It's like a rainbow watch with Kermit playing the banjo on it, <laughs> and it's been out for a couple of months. And every single person that's been down there, including Marie, who's been there twice since. She was looking. She couldn't find it. Like, they've got Kermit, like, everything. Kermit. They got Kermit shirts. Kermit. Aren't you so Kermit, loving Kermit how much crew nets, Kermit. They got Kermit Crocs. They got Kermit everything. And they got this Kermit watch. They got Kermit earrings, I think. They got Kermit everything. Like, this line of, of a handful of items. And and uh, Marie was there. And she was, she was looking. She couldn't find it. And then when her and Anna were there. They looked and they couldn't find it. And at the very, like, they finally saw it at Animal Kingdom. I, I think oh it was Animal gosh. Kingdom. I think it was somewhere different. Um, I don't think it was Disney Springs or whatever. So they sent me the picture um, that they That's acquired amazing. it. And then they said it was Merry Christmas. So I just, I, I finally got it the other the other day. So I, I haven't worn it, but I just I keep it on my desk. I keep staring at it. See, there it is right there. That's fantastic. I actually, when I got it, I think I wore it for the day, but I didn't set the time. I haven't pulled the little doohickey out because I was like, am I going to wear it? Am I going to display it? Am I going to keep it? Wear am I going to buy another one so that I can wear one and keep one? I've oh, been thinking about baby. that too. So, um, but I, I it's just been on my desk and on my desk since I got it. I got it like, I think last week I got it. So I've, um, I've just been admiring it and I love it. There's a lot of good Muppet merch that like they're coming out. I don't know what's going on with merchandising, but I feel like it's going in a good direction because I've noticed that there's more Muppet stuff. I've noticed that they're investing more. uh, There's more Pooh Bear stuff. I don't know if you've noticed Mm. that, but I have seen some new. Yeah, there's new Pooh Bear shirts and things like that. So I'm seeing a little bit of a switch up in some of the merch. So I'm quite excited that when this goes live, I'll be in full shopping mode. Um, And thankfully, I have a big enough suitcase to bring back whatever I need. Um, I I am worried, though, that a lot of the merchandise is character specific and not Disney World specific. Right. So 
is it the same stuff that you can find at Target? That's that's mm. the first thing that pops up. The second one, which was actually jumping off the the point of where you got the the watch, is similar to when I got the um, the fiftieth anniversary Vans, the the shoes, right? Because they were everywhere. But if you don't know that you're able to look in all these different stores, I found those at the Animal Kingdom. But yet they were everywhere. They were in in Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, but they never had the right sizes. Uh, but if you go to some of these spots that have a different, you know, allocation of merchandise, just walk. Yeah. Especially if you want stuff, just go into stores. You never know. Plus air conditioning. Yes. Like, no well, harm. That's that's like my whole goal. Every everywhere I go, I go into every store. Every store. Uh, just for a wander through and and yeah I, I yeah that's one of the best things about being on a solo trip too is uh-huh. is when you go into a, sh- a store and you can just wander and and spend the time at the places that you want um when you have others with you it's hard to wrangle um but yeah anyway okay brain yeah. what's your pixie dust because i just looked at our time we're one hour 20 right now holy mackerel okay so here we i know <laughs> make people it are quick like, you've got two minutes an, an amazing spectacular friend you got two minutes so okay so i kind of have two things so one of them is uh i don't know if i mentioned it on the last one so i'm bringing my nephew this time i did mention that andrew's coming uh but something that was a secret until uh just recently uh my other uh nephew grown grown nephew uh is also coming with us so i'm gonna have two of them with me uh his wife bought him the the ticket for christmas um so it was a big secret uh but the cat's out of the bag now uh he is also a big star wars fan and has not seen galaxy's edge yet uh so it's gonna be fun i'm gonna have both of them there with me so that's yay by the i'll uh i'll have them both with me on the trip uh, my second piece of pixie dust, which people will find uh, not so funny, but whatever, uh, is that we are recording this in advance of my trip and well enough in advance that the family members that are coming with me that have just recently got COVID uh, should be clear and ready to go for the trip. Um, I was I was really worried. My sister has never had COVID um, after all this time and with all her health issues and blah, 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 she's fine now, but she's never had COVID. So we never knew how she would react. Well, now she's got it. Uh, so she'll be okay for when we, when we get on the plane and she'll have that immunity, blah, blah, blah. So uh, we don't have to worry about it. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> so yay. <laughs> this is both of them. Their first time having it. Um, Yeah. So very exciting. Thank you, Dustin, for coming on the podcast with us and chatting. And and uh, we obviously enjoyed ourselves because we went long again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun when we're talking about Disney. It is. Now, where can people find you? Uh, I'm over at StepsToMagic.com. I'm on Instagram at Dustin Foose. I'm also there at Steps to Magic. Um, and uh, if you ever want to go back and re-listen some of the old uh, Universal Joint podcasts, I'm not doing them anymore, but, you know, they're all still living in the Ethernet. Uh, yes. And then I've actually started to start, um, go back and re-listening some of the original We Like Theme Parks podcasts. Yes. And seeing how I did with the King of the Castles, because apparently I was good at it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you again, Dustin, and I'm sure we'll have you back on again. Um, thank you for joining us. It was fun. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.